The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP and on your phone to join the SGPN group chat and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast. We have uh, Tuesday's slate coming at you for June 21st. And yes, this is a brand new voice introducing you guys to the podcast. My name is Noah Beanick, Um, and joining me is Dylan Rockford today. We have the two young guns going. Dylan, how are you doing today? What's going on, Noah? Good to be with you today. Got a lot of baseball to talk about. 15 games on today's or tomorrow's slate, but like it, like you hosting. You ready? Yeah, dude, I think I am. I, I mean... This is what I guess the college baseball podcast has prepped me for the whole time. You yeah. think? So, I mean, we have Moon off over there in the Alpine still. And I think Malcolm <laughs> is eating a lot of cheese celebrating Fitzpatrick winning the U.S. Open. You know, you have an English man winning the U.S. Open. Yeah. He's going to go over there and party a little bit too hard. So we're without the two big guys, the, the big boys, the the bosses today. So the, they're letting the kids. It's, it's kind of like, do you ever read the Lord of the Flies book when you were younger? I feel like no. that's what this is. Oh, dang. That's a good one. That, that's a good one. It's basically like anarchy. So I'll, uh, I, I got a spark noted. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's basically a book about anarchy, I believe. So just a bunch of kids owning an Island, but uh, yeah. I, so we had on Sunday's pod, I had a Sunday night baseball play. I took the under really cheeky. I went against the public, scratched that one out. It was under eight. We got that with seven runs. And then what was my other play that day that hit? And we, we had the one that, uh, oh, the Yankees lost the Blue Jays in like a blitzkrieg fest. But how would you do over the weekend, Dylan? Yeah, so on Sunday, I split even on two and two. Saturday was an all right day. I bounced back. I got, I had a nice couple of plus money plays with the UFC. But uh, other than that, on Friday, I think I had an off day. But overall, the last seven days, I'm 35 and 30. I'm up five units. So we got to just keep pushing, got to keep trusting the numbers. And I think everything's going to smooth out evenly for us. But speaking of college baseball, uh, I was rooting for Stanford, but the undercashed. I, uh, I I know a guy named uh, a name drop him. I love the kid. His name's John Bowman. He's from Sportsline over there on CBS Sports, and I had him on my podcast. And he does college baseball. The guy's a stud, and he let me in on the lead uh, under ten, under ten and a half, and we finished six two. Auburn got the nice win against Stanford. Nice, nice. Yeah, that was that was my lean on that game too, because uh, Auburn's bullpen they're they're legit, and that Burkhalter kid came in and had a nice to cutter. Mm-hmm. Finished that game for three innings. The two I gave out two po- college baseball plays on the podcast. Couldn't hold it back for the MLB. Went two and zero on those. So hopefully the listeners tailed on those. But enough enough college, enough UFC. Let's get into some MLB for Tuesday. The first game I feel like this is uh, not normal for us to be intro. Introducing the Dodgers in game one on a 15-game slate. We have them at 640 Eastern time. That's 340 local time for them in L.A. Or actually, no, this is Cincinnati. So this is uh, 
5.40 Central Time, if they're even Central Time. So that's why LA is the first game of the day. Um, LA, 40 and 25 on the year. The Reds are 23 and 43. The odds for this game are uh, LA, minus 187 on the money line. Cincinnati, plus 156. LA minus one and a half is minus 120. The Reds plus one and a half is plus 100. The total is set at nine and a half with the under juiced as minus 114 and the over at minus 107. I have LA as being six and oh in their last six games against the Reds. The Dodgers are three and five in their last eight games straight up, though. The total has gone under in seven of their last nine for the Dodgers and Cincinnati is Oh, and four in their last four with the over being four and Oh. So is this a bounce back spot or, or after a series loss to the guardians against Tyler Molly or, and the reds or is uh, Tony Gonsolin and the Dodgers uh, are they bouncing back here against the reds? Yeah. You got to imagine Tony Gonsolin's going to bounce back here against the Reds. I actually, <clears throat> I made the Dodgers a minus 180 favorite. So a little juicy. So I would need at least a plus 180 to take a shot on the Reds, but I do like the under here. I made my total 9.5. So out of 10, I'll dive under Gosselin. He's been great at on the road. He's only allowed two runs uh, two times on the road this season. And with Tyler Molly, he hasn't had the best start of this season, but his last four starts have been pretty good. He's been able to go six plus and all four starts strikeouts are high and three of the four games these two teams have played have gone under the number and the Dodgers have gone under this number of five straight games you mentioned so I just think it's going to be a low scoring game I think Dodgers bounce back here so lean Dodgers and give me the under I like I like the under in this game as well that was my pick for it um and then I will take the Dodgers to win the game as well if you guys need a money line pick for me in game two also at 6.40 Eastern time, we have the Rockies, who are 30 and 37 this year, against the Miami Marlins, who are 29 and 36. The Marlins opening as minus 131 favorites on the money line, Colorado, plus 108. The, the run line for the Marlins, minus one and a half, is plus 155, and plus one and a half for the Rockies is minus 185. The total is set at eight, juiced to the over, minus 115. The under, minus 105. Colorado, they're five and one in their last six games versus the Marlins. The Rockies are five and three in their last eight games, and the under is six and two in that span. Miami, they're two and six in their last eight, with the under being five and three in their last eight games. Uh, Ryan Feltner is bumping for the Rocks, and Daniel Castaño is going for the Fish. What do you think is going to happen here, Dylan? Yeah, I like the Marlins here. I want to pick on uh, Feltner in this spot. The Rockies have lost every game he started on the road this season. Uh, the Rockies, they were uh, home for a good amount of time, now traveling to Miami, where my, the Marlins have been pretty good at home. So the Rockies, they're not good. We've talked about it in previous podcasts. We want to fade the Rockies on the road and back them at home. On the road, they're just 11 and, thir- uh, 11 and 18, excuse me. So at, uh, at home, I like their fish. I was able to get a uh, minus 120. I see minus 130s, minus 135s. I still like them. I made them a minus 145 favorite. Nice, nice. I'm on the under for this one. I think uh, the Rocks bats, we don't see them really play well against or on the road, like you mentioned. And the Marlins, not a very uh, dangerous offensive team. I think this is a nice spot for the under where it opens as a slight dog there. Um, 
the next game we have, we don't have a pitcher for the Orioles. From what I see, we have a TBD um, for the Nationals. Uh, Eric Fetty, who's four and five with a 4.88 ERA. The Nationals are 24 and 46. The Orioles are 30 and 38, hosting Washington. Uh, Washington is three and nine in their last 12 games, and the over is nine and three in that span. Baltimore is seven and five in their last 12 tilts, and the over is a whopping 14 and four in their last 18 games. Also, the Orioles are four and one in their last five games against the Nationals. What do you see here, Dylan? We have a TBD pitcher with the Orioles. Were you able to find anything there? I think the over, even though not knowing the pitcher for the Birds, I think that's a good play for this game. I thought I thought I saw Jordan Lyles maybe be uh, listed for the Orioles. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw Jordan Lyles, and that's how I handicapped my game as if he was going. And you got to imagine the Orioles are going to open up as the favorite here at home. I do like the over. I set my total at 9.5. So you got to think uh, the Nationals, for as bad as they are, their bats have come alive, and they do score a lot of runs. But – I would lean over here and I would lean Orioles. They're pretty good. They're a pretty good ball club at home. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I, I got to know the pitcher uh, before I take yeah. the Royals or the Orioles. I mean, but um, with Lyles at home, I like that a lot. So make sure if you like the Orioles, head over to win bet and bet $50 on the Orioles to win $200 in their promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you up to $200 in free bets, bet $500 or more on the sports or casino in win bet before July 31st, 2022 to get entered into win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore beach club, including a two night stay at win resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. So if you bet $1,000, you would get two entries into this contest. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download WinBet app or visit WYNN to get started. The offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on the Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You already have a fantasy league on there. And I use it for mine. Some of you may, I use it for mine. It's a game changer product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points scored in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about the over under on sleeper is that it's the only app where I can play with my buddies in contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download sleeper now to play their new over under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Go, go use our promo code SGP at MLB at sleeper.com slash SGP and make sure you get your 100% deposit match okay the next game on our slate here we have chicago at pittsburgh chicago's 25 and 40 pittsburgh is 25 and 39 pittsburgh opening as a minus 138 favorite in chicago plus 115 minus one and a half on the pirates is plus 147 the cubs plus one and a half is minus 175 the total starts at eight and a half that's where we're opening here 
The over is slightly juiced at minus 115, the under at minus 105. For the Cubs, I'm seeing one of our favorites, our new favorites on the podcast, Matt Swam. And then he's going against a guy that, you know, I've been paying a lot of attention to lately over the past year and a half or so. And that's Ronzi Contreras. He's one and one so far this year. He opened the season as a reliever, but lately he's turned into a starter and the Pirates fans absolutely love this kid. He's got a 306 ERA with 35 strikeouts on the year. Um, just a few trends that we have for this matchup. Uh, good stuff in uh, division here. We have as a favorite, Pittsburgh is seven and six, and the Cubs are 18 and 28 as a dog this season. Thir- 33 and 33 against the spread at home. Pittsburgh actually has a losing record. Um, so they're 14 and nine on the year. Away for the Cubs, they're actually not as bad as they are in Wrigley Field, believe it, believe it or not. They're 12 and 16. And I believe I attended two of these games in the series where. Say a Suzuki hit like three bombs in PNC Park. They swept the Pirates, I believe, in that series in the beginning of the year. So they play pretty well in PNC. Dylan, what are you doing here in this game? Yeah, I like the Buccos here. Like you said, Contreras has been lights out, especially at home. He has yet to give up a single run at home this season, but you can't say the same about your boy, Matt, who has an uh, ERA <laughs> over 10 on the road. I think the Pirates at home with their ace on the mound, they sneak out a close win. Uh, I do like the bats a little more of the Cubs, but I just like Contreras a lot. I think they have the edge there. I made them a minus 135 favorite. So give me the Pirates here on the money line. I'm going to go the other way here. I think that the Cubs, mm. they, they play a little bit better on the road and I mean, I love Ronzi, and I think that this price is. I mean, where do you open your price again? What'd you say? Uh, I got I got him at a minus one thirty five. I made him a minus one forty favorite. Okay, I'm I'm seeing them at minus one thirty eight. I'm just not ever really that comfortable in the yeah. Pirates with that big of a a price. So I actually like the Cubs here, and I'm going to take them. They may even appear as my dog at the end of the podcast. Oh. Um, but yeah, the play that I actually love is the over eight and a half in this game as well. I just think that once you get into the Pirates bullpen, they need to string it to Bednar in the back end because he's been unbelievable this year. But if they can't get it to Bednar, it's been hit or miss. And I really think that the Cubs, um, not playing in Wrigley, they've been able to figure something out this year. So I'm going to be on the Cubs money line here in this game. Uh, another one of my teams back to back seven ten Eastern time. We have the Detroit Tigers. They're 25 and 40 on the year against the Boston Red Sox. My uncle is actually going to be at this game too. So Boston, wow. yeah, Boston minus one eighty five, Detroit plus one fifty five. Uh, the Red Sox are minus one and a half plus one Oh four there. And the Tigers at plus one and a half are minus minus one twenty five. The total is set at Nine. The over is juiced at minus 120, and the under is at plus 100 for the Tigers. Bo Brisky, who's one and five on the year with a 379 ERA and 37 strikeouts on the year. I mean, this kid has overcome or overachieved, in my opinion, expectations and has pitched great for us this year. He gives us a chance to win. He'll get like 
bounced around in the first inning or so. There was like four or five starts at the beginning of the season where he would give up a home run in the first, and then he would be able to settle in, only give up about three runs. But the Tigers don't normally score two or more runs in a game. But fun fact, since we brought up Riley Green, the Tigers are 2-0. and We're playing right now, so that, that record hasn't updated. I don't know if Malcolm said it on the podcast or Dylan said it on the podcast last night. But the Tigers' offense seems to have found something lately, and um, the over has been cashing for us on the Tigers here um, in those last two games with Riley Green in the lineup and Javi Baez actually hitting a couple of bombs, you know. So um, I'm – it's tough. I'm going to be on the Tigers money line here. I mean, I think there's going to be some good juju for me with my uncle uncle in the ballpark. Um, I'm I'm not too afraid of Rich Hill. And I actually think we got a, we got a couple of righties that smash left-handed hitting. Uh, Eric Haas is very hot right now and he loves left-handed pitching. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to take a shot on the Tigers plus 155. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to take the Red Sox here on the run line. I got it at a plus 120. Yeah, I was actually willing to lay a small price with them on the on the run line, but uh, I'll take a re- shot with the Red Sox. They're, I think I just think they're a better team right now. I know they're two and zero since bringing that kid up, but they are down tonight five one. Uh, the Tigers are just three and seven in their last ten games, and I just trust the Red Sox here uh, at home more than the, I do the Tigers. So. At plus one twenty, I was able to get. I think just that's tremendous value for the Red Sox. So. I'm going to be with dirty water. Sorry. (laughs) I love that. Um, Speaking of performances tonight, are you seeing what's going on in the Bronx right now? No. What is one? Nothing. What is going on? Garrett Cole has something special going through five. He has 10 strikeouts, 86 pitches. So this might be a whole Clayton Kershaw situation where he gets pulled a little early. I'm not jinxing anything. I'm not saying anything. It's the sixth inning right now. And I believe the Rays are hitting. But uh, yeah, he is having a great performance. Um, and speaking of his team, there are no odds on the game. But again, seven ten tomorrow on the East. New York Yankees. They're forty nine and sixteen on the year against the Tampa Bay Rays. We're thirty six and twenty nine. Um, for the Yankees, though, we're going to have Nestor Cortez, nasty Nestor, who's six and two on the year with a one ninety four year race, seventy five strikeouts on the year, and um, uh, the Yankees. They're on a roll right now. I think they've won 15 of the last 17 games and they've covered on the run line in nine of the last 15 games. They're nine and six on the run line. Um, I'm assuming this is going to be another bullpen game for Tampa Bay. If they haven't announced the starter, do you have a starter over there? No, I, I don't see one. I'm assuming it's going to be a bullpen game as well. Yeah. So I think I know the Rays are experienced in these bullpen games. And I've given out this play a couple of times with Malcolm on the pod, but um, the Yankees against the TBD pitcher, I just, I like it too much. I'm going to take them on the run line here when that appears. So uh, give me the Yankees for me, Dylan, what are you going to do in this game? Yeah, I probably would be on the same side. Yankees, uh, you've got to imagine they'll be open up as a favorite, especially with nasty Nestor on the mound. Uh, If you're able to get a plus 110 or plus 115 on the Yankees run line, that's a little favorable, but I would love to take the Yankees at that nice plus price. Hopefully we get, we get a price like that. Yeah, for sure. So um, then the next game on our slate here that we have, I lost my spot on the page, 720 tomorrow in Atlanta. The Giants visit the Braves. 
Giants 37 and 27. Um, there's no lines on this San Francisco Atlanta game. Atlanta is 37 and 29. Um, Spencer Strider, the stash, <laughs> chucking 100. <laughs> he is going to be bumping for the Braves here. He's three and two with a 2.45 ERA, 68 strikeouts on the year. Um, the Braves, they're 20 and 14 on the at home. The Giants, 18 and 14 on the road. Um, the Giants are six and seven as a dog. I assume them not announcing a pitcher. I don't know if you have something over there, but uh, as a dog, I would probably open them as a dog without a pitcher announced. And Atlanta as a favorite, they're 31 and 17 this year, and they're 36 and 31 on the run line. Um, so that's probably where you're going to find me, at least for the first five. We'll see. Uh, what happens with uh, the pitcher that the Giants announce? And I know I respect their bullpen, so it's not going to be a complete blind Braves money line play like it was for the Yankees. But Dylan, what are you thinking here this game? Uh, I, I thought I saw it might be Sam Long, kind of like a, another bullpen game for the Giants. But I, I was I like what you said about the first five. Maybe you want to lean Braves minus a half a run uh, first five because. The Giants, they beat up on the bad teams. Me and Malcolm were talking about this yesterday, but when it comes to good teams, they don't really perform like they did last year. So you got to think the Braves will open up here as a favorite at home. So uh, maybe maybe to get some value out of it, I would take Braves first five minus a half a run. Alrighty, Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, with no odds out, I think that's my favorite lean from this game. It feels mm. safe enough with Strider just absolutely dealing the start of the year, yeah. flying completely under the radar, in my opinion. Um, the next game on our slate at 740 is between two AL Central rivals in the Cleveland newly named Guardians. I messed that up, and I called them the old uh, dreaded nickname last year. The one I that's always just... make that mistake. <laughs> last podcast, I... I that was my first time of the year and I did it. And I was like, I caught it right away too. Uh, I don't think Malcolm would have caught it, but I, I, I like said it and I paused and I just said, shit. And then he goes, that's 50 cents to the guardians. <laughs> jar. Um, but yeah, they're 33 and 28 this year. And they've kind of surprised some people, especially going into Dodger stadium and taking that series this weekend. Um, and the twins, they're 38 and 29. 29 on the year also surprising p- people as they're leading the division right now the twins on the money line to open up this game they're minus 174 in cleveland is plus 146 at minus one and a half for the twins they're plus 112 the guardians are minus 134 the over nine is minus 102 the under nine is minus 120 <laughs> pitchers for this game we have a I mean, I'm seeing on this page TBD for the Guardians. Do you have somebody? I don't think they would release lines without naming a starter. For the Guardians, no. I don't see it, but... That's a weird move. But I actually saw earlier in the day, which is how I made my lines, I saw Aaron Savali going to start for the Guardians. All right. So we would have Aaron Savali against Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan's 5-3 and with a 281 ERA, 45 strikeouts. And I know... Malcolm and Munaf been tailing Ryan for quite a bit this year on the podcast. Um, in this game, for trends that I found, I was able to find Cleveland. They're six and one in their last seven games, but they're five and ten in their last fifteen games against the Twins. So 
Dylan, knowing that, where are you going to be in this game? Yeah, I like the under here, nine. I made my total 7.8. Joe Ryan has had success against the Guardians last time out. Only gave up one run in six innings, and the game ended 3-1, so we saw a pretty low-scoring game. Both teams have gone under this number four out of their last five games, so we've been seeing a lot of unders from both squads here in the last week. The only thing I am worried about is we have 14-mile-an-hour winds blowing out of center field, so that might hurt the under, but... If, I think if Joe Ryan brings his A game, I think we see another low-scoring game. Uh, I would lean here with the Twins as well. Maybe if you're able to get a plus 115 or higher, take the Twins on the run line. But I love the, Joe Ryan here. I'm going to go under nine. Yeah, so did you say the under was four for four? Four and four and oh? Four, four out of their last five have gone under. Okay, so that's, that's an even better trend that I've found because in Minnesota's last – Seven games, the under is hitting five. In their last 10 games, the under is hitting 10. And that's where I was going as well. Because, Jesus. Yeah, because uh, Cleveland just um, coming off of a huge series win against the Dodgers. I, and Joe Ryan on the mound, I like the spot for the Twins. And I, I think it's going to be low scoring here. Um, so I think the under nine for both of us, that's a pretty good uh, tell there. Um Before we get into the next game, let me tell you about Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee that they've ever made by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. They are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Expert Expert Tasted Coffee Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade's first match guarantee is so confident that they'll match you with the first time right. If they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Trade has uh, delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and Trade will find you a a coffee that you will love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Next game on our slate is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Texas Rangers. This will be played at 8.05 Eastern time. The Phillies are 36 and 31 on the year, and the Rangers are 31 and 34. Texas opens as a minus 113 favorite, and the Phillies are minus 107, a slight underdog. Um, But I'm seeing a run line for the Phillies, which is just completely weird as the as the dog they're they're minus one and a half for the run line plus 152 and texas plus one and a half is minus 183 the total is set at eight and a half minus 120 juice to the over plus 100 on the under um from what i can see here the Total has gone over in 13 of the Phillies' last 19 games, and they're 5-1 and one in their last six games here. 
Texas, they're two and four in their last six games. Um, Dylan, I'm kind of leaning over here. I don't know what's going on with the lines right now. I don't know how you can open a one team as a favorite and then give them a plus one and a half uh, spread. But uh, I, I like I like the over eight and a half and minus one twenty. Yeah, sometimes you see that the team will be like kind of a short favorite, but on the run line they'll be plus a run and a half, which doesn't really make sense in my eyes either, no. but uh, it, it's strange to see. I, I understand your confusion, but uh, after the total, I made my line 7.8. So I actually like the under a little here, but my main play is I'm going to take the Rangers here on the money line at home with Perez going for them. I made him a minus 110 favorite, but they're kind of the home puppy here. Not You don't get the plus price, but I just like the Rangers here. These two teams, they've got, had a two-game series last month, and the Rangers actually won both of those games. So I think having their ace on the mound will help them. Perez has already beat the Phillies once this year. He went seven scoreless innings, just allowed four hits. So I think at home, give me the Rangers here on the money line. I kind of like your thinking here, too, because this is just screaming. It smells so bad. And yeah. the Phillies have been really they're they've been playing really well lately and they open up a dog against the team that's been kind of their two wins in their last six games are against the tigers yeah. <laughs> they're against the tigers and they've got their ace on the mound so they open as a slight favorite i feel like this is kind of enticing uh a new better to jump on the phillies here so i, I i'm going to take your advice there and i'm going to go with the rangers on the money line i actually like that play a little bit more oh. than i liked before um Game next game at eight ten Eastern time. This is your team here. We got the forty four and twenty four New York Mets against the Houston Astros, who are forty and twenty five. Uh, the Astros open as a favorite, minus one thirty five. The Mets are plus one fifteen. Minus one and a half is plus one forty five on the Astros. Plus one and a half is minus one seventy two on the Mets. The total is at nine, with the over juiced as minus one eighteen and the under minus one oh three. For the teams, we have Trevor Williams pitching for the Mets, who's one and three with a 353 ERA. And the Astros are chucking Jose Urquidy, who's five and three with a 499 ERA. Dylan, tell me about this game and why should I take the Astros? <laughs> yeah, no, you're completely right. Um, no, I hate to go against my team, but I do like the Astros here. I made them a minus oh, really? 140. I made him a minus 140 favorite, so I need at least a plus 140 to take my Mets. They have to travel to Texas after a day game here, which they did win. But Astros, they've been home. They don't have to go anywhere. They're sleeping in their same beds. People don't make a lot out of that, but I think it, it really gives some, the home players some comfort. And speaking of Trevor Williams, out of the seven road games he started this year, the Mets have lost six of those seven. For some whatever reason, they just don't show up for him. So... Give me the Astros here. I got him at a minus 134. I like him up to a minus 140. So unless we see tremendous money come in on the Astros during the night and we get a nice plus price with the Mets, I'm going to be on the Astros. Okay, I love it. That's given me even more confidence in the play. Houston <laughs> minus 135. They're 4-1 in their last five games uh, with a series against the White Sox. And the White Sox pounced all over JV. And in my eyes, that just doesn't normally happen. They just bounced back on Sunday night and got that 4-3 victory. I like the Astros here against the Mets. Um, and and that, that's coming from Dylan first. Take the Astros yeah. here. Um, 
The next game we have takes place in the NL Central between two rivals in here. The St. Louis Cardinals, they're 38 and 29 on the year, and the Milwaukee Brewers are 37 and 30. Uh, Milwaukee opens up as a minus 120 favorite, and St. Louis is plus 100. Although I don't believe Milwaukee has announced a starter, they have a TBD there. So, again, one of these games where we typically don't get odds on TBD starters. I don't know if you have a starter over there, but um, Milwaukee still opening as a favorite. And then uh, it's Jack Flaherty on the mound for the Cardinals. So that's really, who, do you have anything on the Brewers pitcher? I'm on pause. Uh, I got Aaron Ashby uh, for okay. the Milwaukee Brewers going. Okay. Okay. So yeah, M- Milwaukee's opening as a favorite there. They're minus one and a half plus one sixty. The Cardinals plus one and a half is minus one ninety. The total is set at eight and a half, minus one ten. So we assume that we're gonna get Jack Flaherty against Aaron Ashby here. Um Cardinals, they're 17 and 17 on the road. They have a 500 record on the road, and Milwaukee's 15 and 12 at home. They play better on the road with a 23 and 18 uh, record. They're 32 and 23 as a favorite, and St. Louis has a losing record as a dog. Um, I believe this is Flaherty's second appearance this year in a game. So the first one didn't go too go too hot. He's carrying a six ERA, has three strikeouts. Um, I'm going to lean the Brewers here if that's actually Ashby on the mound, and we'll hope for the good Ashby and not the bad one. Dylan, what are you going to do here? Yeah, no, I made the mistake last week of back in Flaherty, and it screwed me, so I won't be making the same mistake. Give me the (laughs) Brewers here on the money line at home. The Brewers, they've kind of turned things around. I know they were kind of in a slump last week, but now they're winners of four of the last five on that road trip. Now coming back home where they're, they play pretty well in Milwaukee. They're 15 and 12. So I like their chances here with Ashby. That's Malcolm's boy. So I'll back uh, the brew crew here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the next game, get your popcorn out. Cause this is what I like to call appointment TV. We have the blue Jays at the white yep. Sox. Kevin Gosman on the mound for Toronto. He's five and six on the year with a three twenty one ERA 80 strikeouts against Dylan cease for the white Sox. He's five and three with the two ninety one ERA and 97 strikeouts on the year. The blue Jays open up as a favorite as minus one thirty one, and the white Sox are plus one ten on the money line. Minus one and a half for the Blue Jays is plus 125. The White Sox plus one and a half is minus 145. The total is set at nine with the under juiced as minus 120 and the over is plus 100. Interesting to hear where you're capping this one and where your line is set at because I don't know. I don't know. I'll save my, my pick for after you go. Yeah, I actually really like the under here, eight and a half. I made my line 7.1. You got two really good pitchers on the mound with Gossman and Dylan C. Straight name, by the way. But uh, Gossman, he's been excellent on the road this season. And C, he hasn't allowed a single run in his last four starts. He's been just lights out. Uh, he's been locked in. And now back home, I think we see a, a little lower scoring game here in Chicago. So at even money, I love the under here. Yeah, I 
I love the White Sox here. I look at these two pitchers mm. and and Gosman as of late, his last four games, they've lost his last three. And his uh, four games ago was against the White Sox. He went five innings, gave up uh, six hits, three runs, and one bomb. He had four. He had five strikeouts in that game, but still, like a five inning start from Gosman isn't too dominating. And I like that the bats have familiarity against Gosman. Whereas you mentioned Dylan Cease, he's been absolutely shoving in his last, mm-hmm. I don't know, four or five starts. So my, my play, I'm pretty confident in the White Sox here, plus 110. And you said the under, you got the under at eight and a half. The total has moved to nine. So I would like that even, even better. better. Yeah. Uh, next at 938 uh, on the West Coast, so we have Kansas City Royals. They're 23 and 41 on the year. And the LA Angels, they're 32 and 36. LA opens as minus 175 on the money line and KC is plus 150 for the angels. Minus one and a half is plus 115. The Royals plus one and a half is minus 135. The total is set at nine with the under slightly juiced at minus 114 and the over minus 106. Um, on the bump for both teams, we have for Kansas City, Jonathan Heasley and for the Los Angeles Angels, Reed. Detmers. Um, anything on this game, Dylan, what do you got here? Yeah, I was actually able to get an under nine and a half. This play scares me, but I made my total 9.1. The Royals have gone under this number in five straight games, and they're just really having a tough time scoring runs in general. Now the Angels, they've won four of the last five games, but all five games have gone under this number as well. So both teams playing really low scoring games. We do have winds blowing out of center field, but hopefully we can get a solid outing from Denver. So you got to think after that, no, no, he, he has to get back in the gear of things. So maybe at home against a bad Royals team, he could have a nice start here. So I'm going to go under nine and a half at nine. I, I would lean over there. Cause I set my total at 9.1. The under kind of scares me here just because, like you mentioned, the wind is blowing out, and both of these guys like the pitch to contact. So not confident on my part with any real pick in this game. I know the Angels have been coming on as of late, but minus 175 on the money line is too too juicy, and um, I'm just not confident in the Angels yet on the run line. I need to see more. And then, like you mentioned, the total – or like I just mentioned, the total just seems a little iffy for me. So this is going to be one of those games where I just don't think I'm going to have a play. Mm-hmm. Um, at 940, we have the Seattle Mariners who are 29 and 38 and the Oakland Athletics who are 22 and 45. Um, we kind of expected Oakland to be kind of down in the dumps, but what's going on with the Mariners this year? Oh my God. They just can't get it going. They can't hit. Their bullpen, who was a top five bullpen last year, they can't get it to go. It's just a bad team, and I my my future for them to win the division is already out the window. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have a pitcher for the Mariners today? For the Mariners, yeah, I got. Uh, let me see where my Mariners is. I got Marco Gonzalez going for the Mariners. Okay, okay. I I needed to know the pitcher, but I mm-hmm. love the under in this game, both offenses really, really, I'm not impressed by either one of them lately. The total has gone under in eight of Seattle's last nine games. And the total has gone under in five of the last six games for the athletics. The under is screaming at me at minus or at seven and a half minus one Oh three. I love the price. I love the spot with both offenses. That's where you're going to find me on this game. Dylan, tell me more about this game. 
Holy, so this is going to be a showdown, though. This game actually <laughs> streams over to me. Uh, right. Both pitchers have experience with one another, and both times these pitchers have faced each other, the numbers went way over the total, 7-6 and another 7-5 game. Gonzalez gave up five runs, and uh, Caprillion, I think is how you pronounce it, he gave up five runs in five innings. So we also have six-mile-an-hour winds blowing out, and the ball tend to – tends to fly a little more in Oakland at the nighttime with the Marine light. Uh, so I was able to get a seven. I love the over seven, seven and a half. I love as well. I made my total 8.3. I'm just going to put you on the spot here. I, I looked it up. The under uh, at home for Oakland is 17, 14 and three on the year. So I like it. I like it. We're going to have a showdown. One of us is going to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good luck, my friend. Yes, you too. Last game of the night, the nightcap. We have the Arizona Diamondbacks who are 31 and 36 on the year and the Padres who are 41 and 26. Um, no lines are out, but I'm seeing Zach Gallen against Sean Manaya. Uh, love this pitching matchup, and it would be the appointment television pitching matchup of the night if not for Gosman and C's. Uh, Gallen, four and two on the year with a 291 ERA. Sean Manaya is three and three with a 395 ERA in this game. Um, the Padres at home, they're 17 and 13, they're 24 and 14. But you know, I've said it on this pod before if you're going to take the Padres to win, the, most of the time they're going to open as like a minus 140, minus 150 favorite, maybe even higher against the Diamondbacks. If you're going to, if you like them to win, just take them on the run line because they win yeah. most of their games on the run line here. Um, they, haven't as of late they don't have like a good trend as of late i think it's five and three uh in their last eight that they've won they've won it on the run line but i mean before the last two weeks or so they were like 14 and four winning on winning on the run line so i still love my padres on the run line and that i mean it's tough to take a run line against gallon but that's probably where you're going to find me if anywhere on this game yeah, I agree, Noah. I think the Padres will open up a favorite at home. I don't know if they'll open up a minus 140 just because of how good Gallon has been. But I would think around minus 130, minus 125. Uh, but I agree with the run line. If you're able to get a plus 145 or better, I like the Padres on the run line. Out of their 41 wins, 36 of them have come by two or more runs. So that's a huge majority of their wins. So like you said, just... If you just blindly bet them uh, to win, they're most yeah. likely they're going to win on the run line. So I agree. Uh, no lines up, but I think you're going to be able to get a nice plus price here with the Padres. Love it. Love it. So before we get into our lock and dog to finish the podcast, uh, let me tell you about IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all of your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed on your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. 
IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use, and all you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use a promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. To wrap up our Lord of the Flies podcast, we're going to roll with that. I like I like the term for this uh, duo here. Um, I, I forget the kids' names in the movie that take over the island, but that has to be the title of the of the podcast today. I mean, we'll we'll tell Scott to to yeah. name it that. All right, um, but yeah, to wrap up the pod, Dylan, your lock and your dog. All right, I've been going back and forth. Uh, so I'll, I'll start with my lock. My lock. I'm actually going to give you a little plus money here. I like the under eight and a half in that great matchup between Gossman and Cease. Gossman, he's been excellent on the road this season. I know he's been, they haven't won the games, but we don't need him to win. We just need him to have a good game. And Dylan Cease, he's been locked the last four games. So at home, I do like the White Sox as well as your dog, uh, if you do go that way. But my lock, I like under eight and a half. Uh, and as my dog, I hate to do it, uh, but I'm going to take the Red Sox on the run line. I got them at plus 120 oh. here. I know, I, I know it hurts you, but the Tigers are just three and seven in their last 10 games. I just trust the Red Sox here more at Fenway. So give me the Red Sox on the run line as my dog. What's the score of this game right now? I need to know it before I say anything stupid. On five, the podcast. five, two, five, two, top eight. Okay. Well, we're two and one with Riley Green in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Detroit plus one and a half at minus 125. That's my lock. I, I love wow. I love the lock and it's good juju. My uncle might even be on the monster. I know he entered that lottery thing that they do over there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping for the good juju and I like the Tigers to at least compete for him. You can, they can even lose by one and we'll still cash. And for my dog on the day, we're going to go with the White Sox. I, I love that pitching matchup and at home against the Gosman that has lost his last three starts. I like the White Sox in the position coming off of the series with the Astros. Uh, give me Dylan Cease to go out there and shove for five, six innings and aid the Sox in a victory here tonight. Love it. I love the Sox play. Can't say the same about the Tigers play. <laughs> my best of luck, my friend. We have, uh, yes. we have, we're the opposite way on the run line. And then we're the opposite way on one of the, was it the Seattle Oakland total? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, there you have it. The first edition of the podcast that just me and Dylan, I think we killed it. Dylan, how do you, how do Absolutely. you think? Absolutely. I think yeah. we flew through the games. We gave a lot of great data. 15 gave- games. Yeah, and we gave out some winners, so you can't complain. Yeah, I think we killed this. I think it's under an hour before we do these outros here. So uh, follow Dylan. Dylan, plug your Twitter and anything else you would like. Yeah, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at Rock24 with two Ks. Uh, And yeah, make sure you guys go follow our MLB Sports Gambling Podcast page and Twitter page at MLBSGPN. Yeah, so... Also, I know Malcolm's going to go over there and post a few picks on our tally site. So check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MLB 
dash picks. That's going to be where you're going to find all of my picks, all of Dylan's picks. If he figures out his account <laughs> and, and Malcolm's picks and uh, even Alpine Munaf. Al- I know Alpine Munaf has been tweeting out Great his plays name. as well. Yeah. Or what, what's he go by international, international, Munaf? international. Oh Munaf. My yeah. God. I mean, he's killing it over there. I think yeah, he's like, he ni- I think he's like 19 and six. Um, and then uh, follow me on Twitter at 77NB. That's the word 70. The number 7NB have been giving out college baseball winners for over the past two weeks here in the NCAA tournament and conference tournaments. Um, Do you have a record that you've been since you've been tracking college baseball? Dude, I need to I need to go back and look at the records. But my podcast, we've had 10 winning podcasts in our last 14. You know how I like those trends. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah we've, we've been doing pretty well on the college baseball experience. And then just... Once the college baseball experience is over, I'll probably make a few appearances on the college football appearance and all the or college football experience with all these team previews and stuff like that. All that nonsense that Colby's getting into doing 131 <laughs> podcasts. But uh, yeah, join the Slack channel. Um, we'll have it linked down in the description of the podcast. There's a ton of different sports that we cover with a bunch of different personalities that you guys will love from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, and with that, I think we're good. I'll bid you adieu. And my outro for the college baseball experience is always adios, amigos. So we're going to stick with that. Adios, amigos. Adios.